Hey there, everybody. This is Mr. P with Mr. P Explores, and if you are tuning in right now, you are here for yet another episode of Mr. P's Tales from the Road. Hopefully, we're all having a wonderful January. Hopefully, New Year's Eve was fantastic. Hopefully, everything is off to a great start with whatever you're doing, whatever your gig might happen to be, exploration, photography, whatever your pleasure. Uh, it's a cold one out today, uh, cold, dreary, typical Ohio, northeast Ohio weather. Um, so I kind of want to jump into something a little warmer, a little sunnier, maybe do some California dreaming on a winter's day, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I want to talk a little bit today about the Salton Sea and uh, f just California in general. Uh, it's not a place that I've been able to get out to more than once, but I want to talk about my experience out there. I am hoping, hoping, hoping that I'll be able to get out there again here this year. That's the plan. Uh, some things are in the works for that maybe, but uh, about two years ago, before before COVID made everything miserable and difficult, uh, I did manage to get out to uh, California and have an amazing time there. So I'm going to kind of talk a little bit about that today, uh, explain how it's different than than, than exploring here. It is very different than exploring here, um, photography-wise and exploring-wise. It's just a whole different universe. But, uh, yeah, I'd kind of like to get into that. So uh, sit back, relax, get something to drink, get something to eat, uh, kick back. Glad you guys are here with me today. Um, all five of you guys who are probably listening to this right now. Um, but, yeah, kick back and relax. We'll tell a tale, a little tale here of adventure. Um so this takes place in the very beginning of 2020, right? Before we knew that 2020 was going to be a horrific year uh, th that one would want to flush down the toilet. It started off great, at least on my end, it started off great. Uh, a friend of mine, a good friend of mine, who I've been exploring with uh, locally um, and in other locations, we've been to New York and to some different places, uh, he springs it on me one day out of nowhere, hey, let's go to California. He had been there before multiple times, like, you need to go to California, I'm like, well, all right, well, first thing that came to mind was, all right, cost. How am I going to behave this? He's like, no, 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 it's, it's, it's really cheap this time of year. You'll be okay. Uh, and he was right. We managed to fly out of Cleveland fairly cheaply, all right, in the middle of winter, January of that year, and uh, we, we landed ourselves in Las Vegas. Uh, that's where we started our adventure into California. We landed in Las Vegas, uh, McCarran Airport, uh, where, of course, you get off the plane and there are jackpot you know there's all kinds of slot machines and 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 gambling is going right there in the in the in the uh, in the lobby which was you know, i had been to vegas when i was a kid um but never as an adult so it was a whole new experience to see uh, and of course it's been updated multiple times since i was 18 you know back in 94 but anyway uh we spent maybe three hours at our hotel we stayed at the stratosphere forget this all right 35 dollars for a night all right, that's that's all it cost us to stay there. I don't know why it was so cheap. Um, we were we were only there for three hours though. We slept. Um, we got up at four in the morning and we uh, took our rental car, which of course was a Charger. My buddy likes to go big. All right, so we we left Vegas. Uh, we took all of our stuff and we headed out into the desert uh, on our quest to explore and do some photography. Uh, and it was it was it was exciting. It was an exciting thing. Um, the desert is, 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 in the very early hours of the morning, is much darker than anything I've ever seen here. Uh, even in Ohio, even at four in the morning, there are lights everywhere. Uh, you have light pollution. Uh, you have little town. I mean, everything, there, there's ambient light everywhere you go, you know. 
Um, even the darkest spots, you can see things. You can see the sky. It's kind of lit up. Um, in, in the desert, there is nothing. Uh, it is pitch black. Um, just, you know, one of those situations. So we head out from Vegas, traveling southwest. Um, and the sunrise, oh my god, the sunrise. I have never seen a sunrise this beautiful. Uh, you just don't get those here in, in the Midwest. You don't get them because there's things in the way. <laughs> in the desert, there's nothing blocking your view. You have some, some mountains here and there, but for the most part, it, you can see everything. And it just blew me away. There's nothing uh, in the sky to, to, to dull that. And it was amazing. Um, and of course, at that time, two years ago, I still wasn't quite comfortable with photography yet. So I, I, I would have loved to have gotten shots of that, but unfortunately what I did get was utter garbage. <laughs> so, um, that's why we go back again. But anyway, uh, we made our way Southwest and, uh, on the way we, we followed some of old route 66, which was a blast. Um, you know, hit a couple old abandoned cafes and gas stations along the way. Uh, and the weird thing that I noticed right away is that none of these places were rotting. Everything was, it was very dry. It was very, uh, you know, you had like dry rot, you know, I'm sure there were termites and stuff in some of these places, but you didn't have that wet rot that you have up here. You just didn't have it because it doesn't exist out there. You, you they don't get the rain, so everything's very dry, um, which was a very different experience because usually you're used to having to be careful to not go through floors. Uh, here, the floors are all still intact for the most part, um, which kind of cool. And and you don't have scrappers as much out there. So a lot of the the equipment, a lot of the, the old stuff that had been left behind in some of these places was still there. Uh, these cafes still had grills. They had Pepsi machines, old school Pepsi machine, all kinds of stuff still left behind. Yeah, there was some graffiti, but it wasn't horrible. So we continued on uh, down towards the Salton Sea on that first day, and uh, it took us quite a bit of time to get there. Uh, we cruised through Palm Springs, um, and finally uh, made our way to the Salton Sea. Um, if you don't know what the Salton Sea is, i got to tell a little historical story here to, to get you on, on, uh, on things. But uh, the Salton Sea is a man-made sea. It is a mistake. It is a huge mistake uh, made at the turn of the last century. Um, so here's the story. When people were settling into Southern California... All right, California at the turn of the last century was still pretty, pretty unpopulated, still pretty sparse, you know, still kind of, you know, quiet, sleepy place. Um, people started moving in there, and of course they wanted to set up farms. Uh, in the middle of the desert, it's kind of tough to do that because, you know, reasons. All right, heat, the the lack of water for the most part is one of the big things. Um, so we're out. This is out towards the Imperial Valley. All right, the Imperial Valley. Uh, which was close to the Colorado River. Uh, what they wanted to do was to redirect parts of the Colorado River uh, into this area to irrigate it and bring farmland in there so they could farm it. So they basically moved the entire Colorado River. They put it in into protective dikes, like like uh, they built like like earth dams to redirect the river while they built the infrastructure they were going to build. Um, well, during this this construction, during this situation, one of the the, the levees burst, and the entire, all the water of the Colorado River went rushing in to this low-lying area, this huge low-lying salt flats in that area of the, near the Imperial Valley called the Salton Sink. So imagine this huge, vast salt flats just filling up with water, 
and within a few weeks it, it was you know 50 miles long and it, it just huge a huge lake a sea an inland sea basically is what they had formed uh, before they got the water under control you know this is before they knew it there was a huge sea there okay which they of course named the salton sea um it was a salt lake of course because the salt you know in the salt flats kind of combined with the water and you get salt water it was not fresh water um, so here you had this huge saltwater lake in the middle of nowhere, right? Um, and it wasn't too long before people in, in, in Los Angeles and, and, and places like that began to realize, you know, we could make some money out there. We could build some resorts. We can stock this thing with fish. It could become a fishing place. You know, it's huge. It can become a resort mecca. This could be like the next Palm Springs. All right, so that's what they did. They, they stocked it full of all different kinds of fish, and they started building marinas and beaches and uh, holiday places and you know, cottages, and you name it, they had it. Uh, it became a huge place. Middle of, middle of the century, you know, 50s, 60s, it was the happening spot. Uh, Sinatra played there. Uh, the Beach Boys played there often. Uh, it, was, it was a happening place. People went on vacation. They drive from L.A., They'd come on down, they'd stay there, and had a great time. But it wasn't going to last. All right, here's the problem. Um, a lake like that wasn't getting fresh water coming into it constantly to refill the lake. Uh, the heat, of course, evaporation over time is going to take that, that water away. And the only water that was coming in was kind of the salty... Um, the water coming off the Imperial Valley, the irrigation water that had, had filtered out, um, which had chemicals in it and things like that, was, was just kind of seeping into the lake. That was all that was coming in. So the, the, the levels of the lake were going down. It was filling full of kind of grossish water, not fresh water, all right? Nothing, nothing that would, would make the lake stay as it was. Um, those chemicals were causing algae blooms, and as the lake got smaller and smaller, uh, it got saltier and saltier. Right, you take the water out, and then you're left with more salt concentrated in the water. And uh, over time, the fish started dying. It just—it was a snowball effect, and everything went kablooey. Everything went uh, to shit pretty quick. Um, and by the 70s and 80s, people started moving away. Like this is not habitable anymore. Uh, fish killed huge, you know, millions of fish would be floating on the water, dead. Um, you know, botulism would form. The, the the seabirds would eat the bird. The the fish with botulism they die. It just was this horrible cycle of of disaster, uh, and nobody seemed willing to want to fix the problem. So it it stayed. Um, anybody who could get out got out. Um, the people that stayed behind were kind of the, the tough pioneers that had been there and stayed there originally. Uh, a lot of old people stayed behind. Like ah, this is our this is our we we built this we're keeping it. That kind of people. Um, so the towns that are there now are shadows of what they were. Um, Salton Sea is surrounded you know, by these little communities that had planned for big things. If you, you drive to some of these communities, you'll see a, these little tra these old trailers you know, on lots, and then you'll see uh, what would have been subdivisions, like, you know, huge streets, you know, huge patterns of streets that were laid out with sewers and electrical and all that that were going to be built on that never got built on. So it's, it's really a bizarre situation all right so it was it was a disaster um it went from being the, the 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 california riviera to something out of a fallout game right if you ever played fallout you've seen some of the settlements that's kind of what they turned into um, and the one i want to talk to you about in particular was the place that we went to a place called bombay beach 
Bombay Beach is perched on the edge of the Salton Sea, um, and you can tell at one point it had been, uh, you know, full of uh, trailers, you know, summer trailers where people would would stay or come and stay in the summer. Um, or in the winter time, maybe when it was a little cooler. I'm not sure exactly how that all works, but um, it, it was a vacation spot. It had a marina, it had stores, it had uh, you know a hotel or two, it had a gas station, it had you know all of these different things, and uh, a lot of people moved away. And what happened was, as the water started receding, the water kind of left behind the town. So you have probably about a hundred meter stretch between what the old beach was to the to the new beach. And it's it's kind of a bizarre thing. There are boats stuck in the mud. There's all kinds of weird uh old trailers that have been dismantled. Just it, it looks like it looks like a survivalist camp after a nuclear war. That's what it looks like. Um and there are some people living there. There are people living there, people original people that stayed. Uh most of them are in their seventies and eighties now. Um, probably decided this is where we're going to stay, this is where we're going to die. We're not leaving. Um, and then you have artists that live there, um, From probably came out from L.A. It's a peaceful place to do art, create stuff, build stuff, do welding. You know, nobody cares. Um, all along the beach there are, there are projects that people have worked on, uh, some interesting sculptures, that kind of stuff. Um, it is a very strange place. Um, and I mean that in the best of ways. It's not strange in a creepy way. It's strange in just a weird, alien kind of way. Uh, coming from the Midwest, you're used to certain things. Um, but in the desert in California, it, they make their own rules. Um, and it's a very free-flowing place. There's like no... like We didn't see really anybody while we were there. We knew there were people there, but we didn't see anybody out. We didn't see anybody about... Um, you saw cars parked, you know, in front of trailers, but, but you didn't see anybody. There was no signs of life other than the people that were there visiting like us. Um, it's hard to to give you a visual. I I would highly recommend you look up Bombay beach to get kind of an idea of what it looks like, or look it up on Google, uh, either Google earth or, uh, Google maps, check it out uh, from the air. It it is, it, it does look like a fallout survival settlement, um, mixed with art colony. Okay, um, but being out there, I, it was one of the most peaceful things I've ever experienced. The Salton Sea, even though it stinks, there's this this overwhelming smell of dead fish, even in the summertime or the, in the winter time. I've heard it's horrible in the summer, but in the winter time, there's like this this scent of like uh, I don't even know. It's like a sulfuric kind of. Uh, you get close to the water, and it's it smells like. A uh, faint whiff of sewage, maybe, but it's not. I don't. I don't know. It's hard to explain. But it was very peaceful. The sun glittering on the water, uh, the quiet. Just all you heard was the wind. Um, and this place was a a a gold mine for photography, because there were so many abandoned buildings there. Small buildings, nothing big, but you know, abandoned houses, abandoned. Um, Trailers abandoned. Uh, There's there even a drive-in that <laughs> was abandoned. Um, it just all kinds of stuff there. A marina, marinas, marina shops, that kind of stuff. Um, and people had painted inside of them, had created art inside of them, and just left them there. There was graffiti, you know, urban art everywhere. It was amazing. Um, so we spent a good, the good chunk of the rest of our day there before it started getting dark. Um, Bombay Beach is definitely some place to check out if you're ever out out west. Uh, and the people there are really cool. The people we did meet, the people we did come in contact with were really chill. Um, 
in a total California kind of way. It's almost stereotypical, just in a real mellow, like, hey, man, what's going on? Like that kind of way. Um, nobody was pissed that we were there. Nobody was yelling at us for looking inside these buildings. Nobody cared. They were like, yeah, man, it's cool. Like, just, you know, be cool about it and, and don't set anything on fire. And, yeah, we're, we're cool. Like, it was it was great. Uh, it was it was an amazing place. I, I hated to leave. Um, I was very pissed that it was like a you know a winter day where it was getting dark at 4:30. I would have loved to have spent more time there. Um, unfortunately, we had to move on and we had to to head back to LA for the second leg of our trip. But you know, sadly, I don't I don't know that they will ever recover the Salton Sea. I don't know that it'll ever recover. Um, the only thing that, that, that's really going on out there, from what I've been told, is, is mining. They're mining for lithium out there, and uh, that's not going to bring people back. That's going to bring some jobs to the area, but it won't bring uh, the resorts. It won't bring the sea back itself. And the sad part about that is the sea, even though it was a mistake, it kind of became this huge uh, wetlands area, you know, waterfowl, all kinds of birds, um, huge migratory uh, area, and it's all all slowly dying. Um, Every year, the sea loses a little bit more water. And... uh, before too long, there won't be anything left. Um, and the people of California have been arguing about it for a long time. Uh, if you guys know Sonny Bono, right, Sonny, from Sonny and Cher, uh, he was uh, a senator out there. I believe he was a senator. Uh, he was one of the only ones that made any kind of move to try to do something with, with the Salton Sea to fix it, to try to bring some water in there. Uh, they've talked about desalination and pumping water from the ocean and just anything they can think of. Uh, but it, it all requires money, which nobody wants to give up. I mean, nobody wants to say, yeah, let's let's take our taxes and, and pump it into a sea, right? Uh, no one's going to do that unless they've got the bucks to do it. Um, so it's kind of sad. You know, I don't think it's ever going to come back. Um, it would be, it'd be wonderful if it, if it would because I think it would be a beautiful place. But uh, unfortunately, um, as it is right now, it's probably going to be it's just how it is. <laughs> Um, but if you ever go out to Bombay Beach, I highly recommend it. Um, there are a bunch of different communities all on the lake shore. It's this huge, you know, shore you can follow along. Um, every now and again, you'll find a, a small little town. The same situation, but Bombay Beach is probably the most interesting one. Um, and it's incredible to 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 be out there because you know, for miles and miles and miles and miles is nothing but desert, desert and mountains, and that's it. And now all of a sudden, out of nowhere, it's this glittering, beautiful lake. You know, I guess to a Midwesterner, you'd call it a lake. It looks like a lake. We're used to having Lake Erie, right? Uh, they call this the Salton Sea, which is much smaller. But um, it's still, you know, 30, 40 miles long. But anyway, um, so that's the Salton Sea story. Um, California. I'll tell you, we, we went into L.A. after that. And uh, I had never been to L.A. before, and I had been to Chicago, I'd been to New York City, but I was not prepared for just how damn big L.A. is. L.A. is probably the biggest city I've ever been in, and one of the craziest ones. But but at the same time, still mellow. I don't know how to explain it. It was mellow and crazy all at the same time. New York City is frenetic. New York City is a little bit insane, um, just in the way it's it's just it never stops moving. L.A. is is crazy just for the different types of people that live there. Um, it's very, sorry about that. It is very, um, diverse. <laughs> just, it just in, in, in all kinds of weird and wonderful ways. Um, so it kind of hit me. It was a really cool place to go and, and just kind of see humanity at its, at its strangest and most interesting. 
uh, while we were there. Uh, we did get to, get to drive up Mulholland Drive. We got to see the Hollywood sign from way up in the in the hills. Uh, and again, I wish I would have known what the hell I was doing with my camera. I would have gotten much better shots than I did. But um, we spent a little bit of time in L.A. We didn't spend a lot. Um, we did hit uh, Santa Monica Pier at night. That was beautiful. Uh, that's I think, if I'm not mistaken, that's where Route 66 actually winds up. Uh, from Chicago to Santa Monica. Uh, Santa Monica Pier is a really cool place at night, all lit up, um, kids on the beach, even in the wintertime. Uh, and it was about 50, it was probably about 50 degrees out, 55 degrees, something like that. So it was still uh, sweatshirt weather, but they were all out there on the beach having a good old time. Uh, and there we were with our cameras. Um, so it's kind of cool. On the way home, of course, we we're going to fly out of Las Vegas because it was cheaper. We, we, we kind of did a big loop. Uh, on the way home, it, it was it, we took the I-15 corridor. I-15 uh, from from L.A. To, to Vegas. And along the way, we hit a bunch of really cool stuff. Um, in the town of Baker, California, which is in the middle, I think it's basically in the middle between L.A. and, and, and Las Vegas, um, there are a bunch of cool, cool, cool old abandoned motels with pool outside, outside pools and, and dead palm trees. And uh, it's just a whole... Just the 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 ambiance there is just incredible. I mean, it's just this abandoned little 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 town of of of, and you can tell at one point it was it was a place to stop on your way to Vegas because you know I fifteen didn't exist. Uh, it was a much slower drive. You'd stay somewhere in between and then make your way to Vegas in the morning, and and that'd be it. Uh, but those places have all been bypassed by a, a, an interstate, which gets you there three times as fast. So these towns are are dead pretty much, but uh, they did have a really good uh, beef jerky outlet there, alien-themed beef jerky place, I forget the name of the place, but it was, it was <laughs> we got we got tons of beef jerky to take home with us, so that was kind of cool, um, we stopped at the uh, Rockahula Water Park on the way there, um, there's this abandoned water park that somebody built in the middle of nowhere, um, there was a small spring there, somebody uh, built a lake there, and uh, a man-made lake, and a water park grew up around it, and the remnants of that are still there. We hit that just at sundown, just as the sun was going down. It was windy as hell, and again, you know, I have to I have to claim ignorance. I didn't know what I was doing, so all of my shots were garbage from there, but just an amazing place to end the, end the day with. That was the last spot we were able to shoot. Uh, we drove on into Las Vegas, we slept for a few hours, and we flew out early that next morning. So that that's our California tale. It was a whirlwind adventure. It seemed like it, it lasted like five minutes because we were just we were on the go constantly. Um, I know I'm leaving some things out. We saw a lot of other cool things while we were there, but that was the main the main crux of the adventure. But we're hoping to go back. We're hoping to go back, and of course you guys will hear all about it. We'll tell you all about it when we do, um, hopefully this month or next. We'll see what happens, but uh, so yeah, that's that's our California tale. Um, I, I I kind of fell in love with the desert out there and the peace and quiet. Um, as an introvert and as somebody who kind of likes to kind of kind of take his thoughts and be out in the middle of nowhere and just kind of think about things and just kind of roll with things, California was beautiful for that. Uh, to to be able to get out of the car and just stand there. And know that you're the only person around for you know, 100 miles in either direction. Um, and just listen to the wind and listen to the the, the just the, the desert sounds. It just it, it there's cactuses out there. It's just it's a whole other world. So I really fell in love with that. I fell in love with the mountains. Um, 
I, I need to go back. I need to go back. So that'll be happening sooner or later. But we'll let you know when it does. Otherwise, that's my tale for now. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed the story. Um, definitely check out Bombay Beach. Check out... Uh, there's a really cool... I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to toss the link for this down in the... Uh, down below, but there's a really cool video called uh, Plagues and Pleasures on the Salton Sea. Uh, it's a cool documentary that was done uh, years back of the Salton Sea. It's kind of dated now, but um, it's, it's I believe it's on YouTube. I'll post the link for it down below. It's a cool watch. Uh, you get to see some of the, the, the funky, interesting people that live there still um, and get a feel for the town. So I will definitely put that put that down below. Check it out. Take a, Take a spin on it. And tell me what you think in the comments, all right? Um, on that note, I'm going to let you guys go. Uh, I got some stuff I got to get done here for school, of course, uh, and get some things ready, do some editing um, for tomorrow's post on Mr. P Explorers on Facebook. So check that out as well. Have a great afternoon. Have a great evening. Have a great week. And we will see you guys on Down the Trail. Leave us a, a, a like. Uh, and subscribe to the channel if you haven't done that yet, and we'll see you on down the road. Have a great week, guys. Take it easy. This is Mr. P signing out.